So I'm, I'm starting with my intro. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. La qua, la qua, la qua. Sounds off good. Extra Extra is not live. Paula Abdul is here to take out randoms. Julia Roberts is here for inclusion. Amy Poehler is here for women being able to be as mediocre as men. And Kim Kardashian is here for negative Taylor Swift reviews. All this and more with Julian Gonzalez and Anessa Frantoski. Let's get extra. Extra, 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 extra. Hello, welcome back to Extra Extra, your favorite podcast. How do I know it's your favorite podcast? Because you tuned in once again this week to, to listen to me, Julian Gonzalez. Please follow me on Instagram at North Hollywood Jewels. That's North Hollywood like the city. Jewels like the thing that will never be on my finger. Okay. But doesn't that imply that it's spelled Jewel, J-E-W-E-L? Yeah, but that's fine. Okay. Look, <laughs> search for me. If you can't find me, that's your problem. Okay. Let's just dive headfirst straight into this podcast this week. We have the fabulous, the talented, the lovely. You know, you may have seen her on the red carpet of a award show in Canada because she is Canadian getting awards, baby, for her acting. Okay. It's Anessa Frantowski. Anessa, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence on today, Cinco de Mayo. I know, Cinco de Mayo. I'm hoping we get to go out after. Yes, definitely. First, Anessa, can we get into your eyewear? Is this prescription glasses? They are prescription glasses in the trending color of lavender. They're very cute with gold accents. Yes, yes. I bought two pairs of glasses that were a great investment. From where? Um, It's this website called Zilul. Zulily. Z E E L O O L. I don't know. They Instagram target marketed me, and guess what? I did. I did uh, cave in and buy. And it didn't. It wasn't a scam. It wasn't a scam. I did receive the glasses, and they do work on my eyeballs. And they look fabulous on you against your pale skin, your red lip, your orange hair, this rose gold orange dress. You look like a tall drink of Fanta today. <sighs> Thank you. Yes. Orange is the color of the summer. Yes. For this summer or every summer? Every summer. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like, you know, what's that? Um, the Pantone color of the summer or something. Oh, there's there's always new colors that they're they're telling us are the colors for mm-hmm. sure. You know, Crayola is coming up with it. They're trying to have the public name their new blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know what? Time to update some of these uh, crayons. Speaking of crayons, let's just get into not part of any segment today it's just a fun little tidbit that i need america to know about or from wherever you're listening from it is not pulling out season that's correct the guy from the big bang theory is expecting his first child kira knightley is expecting her second child and blake lively lively is expecting her third child wow so a lot of pregnancies lot of a lot of pregnancies and guess what you know what here's the thing people keep having them all the time exactly yeah and here's another thing we first before having children we need to ask ourselves are we ready for children are we financially responsible for children because i did just come from a 
you know, a um, fundraiser about homelessness. And you know, a lot of children do end up in foster care and they're not raised properly in foster care either. And they still neglected, you know, for a lot of people, foster care is a way to get a paycheck as a foster parent. Wow. So yes, hot take. So we need to first um, educate. Okay. About how to um, have safer sex to uh, prevent pregnancies and only have children if we are ready well yeah here's the thing. not just because we want it well that is a hot take <laughs> and you know what people yeah, have been having kids since the beginning of time yeah and with uh, a, a lot of money and also with little money yeah you know we all know about you know mary oh we know about mary and if, and if you don't know about mary we're ready to talk about her uh, but of course, absolutely to expect Mary. Come on. Mary's got to be a virgin virgin her whole life. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. To, we can't be so hard on Mary. Yeah. Mary's just a gal. Jesus, just a fella. Anessa, let's get into my top five stories of the week. These okay. are the top five stories. According to me, why? Why? Because you're you're the guy. You're the host of the show. Yeah, because my opinion is the only one that matters. And Esther, this is like your seventeenth time on the show. Come on, you have to remember my <laughs> your my, bits. My have I hosted the most or co-hosted the most? I believe so. Okay, I good. believe so. Good. I got to keep my number up. At this point, you're you've been here more than Jesse. Wow, <laughs> big Ashton. Kutcher, who uh-huh. we never talk about because he is very boring, very vanilla. Nothing exciting is happening in his life. Well, he is expected to testify in the trial of Michael uh, Gargulo, more commonly known as the Hollywood Ripper. Michael is accused of murdering a 22-year-old fashion student, Ashley um, Erlerin, who was said to be dating a then 23-year-old Ashton Kutcher back in the day when she was murdered by this serial killer. No. Yes. Ashton's testimony could help to establish a timeline of the events that unfolded the night Ashley was stabbed to death 47 times. On the evening that Ashley died, Ashley and Ashton planned to attain an after parties for the 2001 Grammy Awards. Um, Ashton recalled in his statement to police at the time. Ashton claims to have called Ashley multiple times, but she never picked up. Since they had plans to attend the party together, Ashton says he decided to head over to her apartment in Hollywood to see if she was home. However, upon arriving at about 10.45 p.m., um, Ashton's knocks at, at the door went unanswered. He adds that he peered um, inside a window, which allowed him to see what appeared to be a pool of spilled wine. This later turned out to be Ashley's blood. No. But he had left, even though he saw her car in the garage, like in the driveway, and it was her roommate who found her. Oh my God. This that is crazy. Is they haven't done more. How come there hasn't been more about that? Well, it wasn't until like 2000. Okay, because this man, I guess he like murdered another neighbor after that and then an attempted mur- murder to a neighbor after that. But it was at that attempted murder in 2008 that they finally caught him because um, the girl fought back after being stabbed a few times. Oh, and, my God. And like stabbed him with his knife and there was blood uh, left from him. And that's how they're able to trace it back to him and so he's just been on trial or whatever saying so they they have dna evidence from that from, from that, that original third attempted oh my gosh yeah because that that's so crazy and it's weird like 
if Ashton, I mean, I mean, that must have been in a time too. Like, was there like so much social media then? Or no, no two thousand one. Right? Two thousand one. So Did we even was, have computers? I don't think so. So yeah, like you would have looked at the window, but you wouldn't have like you know, yeah, you would have tried to call. You went over to someone's house if you wanted to like see them. Yeah, but if they didn't find DNA DNA evidence, I would wouldn't be surprised Ashton would want to keep that quiet because it would be weird to be like, oh, you. No, at the time he said he he gave a statement. At the time. He did give a statement at the time. But I mean, like, would he be worried about people thinking he was involved? Do you know oh. what I mean? Because he was dating. They always look at, like, the boyfriend yeah. and stuff. So I was like, oh, I wonder if, like, I'm he sure was scared. I, I know um, it said that he was also, he had attended a few parties early in that night. So I'm sure he had an alibi of, like, his oh, yeah, timeline that, for the night, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, that's uh, wild. That's crazy that he went through that trauma. I that know. would be insane. Like, that's that's the type of thing that I have to like talk myself out of irrationally being afraid of. Mm -hmm. But I always think because I live in like an old apartment complex, right? And my mm. handy person that comes by used to live in my apartment yeah, like 30 years ago because it's all like this kind of like tight-knit community. And I always think like, what if my handyman just has the keys to my apartment? Like yeah. could come over and, you know what I mean? Like you don't know when you get new keys, if people have old keys or, and like it always is like, Oftentimes it is somebody so close to you. Yeah. It's the neighbor, like somebody who knows when you come and go, you know? Exactly. And so oh. it's like, you have to be careful. You have to make sure you're not. <laughs> you have oh to make no. sure you're being nice to everyone these days now. Oh my gosh. People are snapping. I'm telling you, you can't talk about, uh, talk to a woman about getting murdered for too long before, <laughs> before, before she, she snaps. <laughs> before she snaps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging on by a thread here. <laughs> I refuse to get murdered. You're going to hear about it. Yeah. You're like, I'm fighting back. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I refuse to get murdered. You're not going to murder me. No yeah. way. Because <laughs> you could try, but I need that material for my one woman show. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I'm making your life. <laughs> the really French hard. Festival. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I survived. What a story. <laughs> oh, my God. One of my favorite stories this week. Paula Abdul just introduced the world to a new Mortal Kombat move called Flying Hat to the Throat after she accidentally hit Julianne Hoff in the throat with a flying hat during her performance at the Billboard Music Awards. Now, this was the hat to the throat seen around the world. This was so funny. Julianne Hoff's expression was priceless. Paula, the professional, kept performing. She did not stop. This is just what we need. I don't watch award shows. Did it make me want to watch the award show after seeing this clip online? No, I still want to watch the award show. But I like that this happened. I like to think that it wasn't staged. I'm hoping it's not because that hat did just hit her really too good in the throat. Oh, yeah. If it was staged, she's got excellent aim and we should be talking yeah. about that. <laughs> if that was like a plan. But yeah, absolutely. And I love me some Julianne Huff. As you know, I'm a big Dancing with the yes. Stars fan. So I love... And I love a sibling duo. I also love Derek Hoff, her brother, who mm -hmm. is now a judge on World of Dance with Jennifer Lopez. Mm -hmm. um, so I love the professionalism of it. And Paula Abdul is amazing in terms of her uh, ability to perform as an original fan back in the day when she danced with, you guessed it, a cartoon. Yeah. In one of her old music videos. Where you know is he, that though? <laughs> yeah, where is that cartoon? Where is he? Yeah. Debbie, do you know that video? <laughs> yeah, it's like Opposites of Trap. Yeah. Yeah. I love Paula Abdul. I always do Paula Abdul karaoke. You do what song? Yes. Okay. I love to do um, um, State of Attraction. Uh, <laughs> you had to get into it. Oh my God. I went to this wedding uh, yesterday. You'd love it. Um, on the upstairs was like the wedding hall. And then you know how weddings end sometimes at like 11 or 12 mm -hmm. in LA when the 
thing shuts down. Then downstairs they had a small bar, like a little speakeasy or like something. Like a little, yeah, like and then after hours. Yeah, and then they did karaoke there. <gasps> was that? Then so you could like party That's late. So fun. Isn't that fun? Did you s- perform? Well, no, I was working at like catering. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He said I went to Hawaii. (laughs) 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 Julia Roberts shared an image of herself in front of a gender neutral bathroom and shared her simple wish. Quote, I wish they all said this. The actress wants gender neutral bathrooms and safe schools for all children. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Because as we know, she flopped in Ben is back. Last year, like the the worst performance of her career, really worse than her wig from that Mother's Day movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm glad that she's doing something with her time, you know, standing up for. Guess what? Uh, Joey Roberts doesn't need to do anything anything. else. Raise your children. Exactly. How long? Why do you have to be consistently doing things for your whole life? Let her live. Yeah. Yeah. She, if she doesn't have to work another day in her life, she shouldn't have to work. Yeah. And guess you know, what? Lucky her. I love people that don't work every single day. Because yeah. you know what that means? Room for others. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. I was at the LA LGBT Center today, and they did have a gender neutral, gender neutral bathroom, and then they had a woman's bathroom. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> some women don't care. Some women just yeah, want... Some, no, you, I love, that, listen, if I'm a woman, I'm not going into a gender neutral bathroom. First of all, because men are disgusting. As a man, I don't even like going in men's bathrooms. But there's pee everywhere. The toilet seats are always lifted. Um, there is just... It's just disgusting. Pee all over the ground. You know, it's just... like As a woman, I would not want to involve myself in that. It's one of those delicate things where it's like... So, for example, you can have uh, gender neutral bathrooms, but also... Um, women, uh, also, if they want to feel, if they feel safer having yeah. their own bathroom, they're allowed to have their own bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Amy Poehler wants to know something. What does she want to know? When will women get to be as mediocre as men? Quote, uh, women are consistently criticized for being too emotional. Can we be allowed to be as messy as and all over the place as in, and as inconsistent and as mediocre as men. Do we have to always be patient, special, nurturing and adaptable? Yes. Good question. And then good she question. was saying, and then she was relating to how like, um, with like the whole, um, Louis CK, uh, which you know about honey. Cause you did him in drag race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like with his whole like shenanigans or whatever, like, why women had to just it like women had to come out and speak about it and where and men weren't like why well i don't i don't mean i don't understand the correlation in her no because i think she's specifically talking about when she's talking about mediocrity i think she's talking about the idea of like women in comedy for example would have had to like they have to work harder to prove they're funny because the 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 historical belief was that women aren't as funny so that women have to kind of work harder Mm -hmm. right all the time and i think there's like other times too like people of color say that too that they have the the expectations on them are more yeah so that they have to work harder so it's like the 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 desire to like can you also like can women also like fail and make mistakes Mm -hmm. and be average and get to learn and fuck up sometimes so I think that's kind of the point she's making. And I totally get that. Like, yeah, like can't can't um, can't I be just like plopping around still mm-hmm. getting what I want? You know, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I, I'm getting close, though. I mean, I'm getting close to Louis C.K. I'm, I'm putting on weight. I got red hair. I, if I go bald, you know, maybe I can still succeed. Oh, I you think know? that's the next step. The next step for me. Yeah. Well, can women be allowed to go bald, please? <laughs> I'd love for women to be allowed to go bald. And it's not fair that we're not allowed to go bald and still be sexy. <laughs> Finally, if you thought you were going to see Oprah in another movie, then think again because Oprah is done acting. Uh, Say why. Why? Because it doesn't feed her soul. When the Hollywood Reporter asked Oprah whether or not she'd be pursuing acting roles in the near future, she said, I think to be really, really good at it, you've got to do a lot. You've got to do it a lot. You've got to work at it. And it's got to be something that you that's a true passion for you. I don't think it's something you can dabble in. It was fun to be Mrs. Witch. And I did that because I wanted to go to New Zealand and wear the costumes. But no, it doesn't feed my soul anymore. Wow. I love the fact that she just did this role because she wanted. <laughs> to go to, to New, go to New Zealand. Zealand. Well, oh man, the fun costumes. And the costumes. I mean, that's a big part of it. Yeah. For, me, for sure. I agree with her. She's she's on to, listen, Oprah uh, has got quite the soul to feed. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, she's running a whole network with multiple shows yeah. that she's got to like EP on or whatever exactly. it is she does. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like the actor's like kind of the smallest part yeah. of making TV. Exactly. Then you like, she's got the producing and now she's doing like, um, more humanitarian work. I think she's touring with like uh, the, I don't know if it's like Bill Gates' wife or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But Anessa, I have a question for you. Yeah. What feeds your soul? Oh, for me, what feeds my soul is definitely connecting with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think laughter through life, laughing our way through life feeds my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what, though? It's okay if you don't have a true passion because sometimes some people's passion is just living life and doing wherever, whatever life takes them. Mm. I just listened to actually a super soul conversation, Oprah's podcast. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about other podcasts. (laughs) Um, And it was uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And she said that she used to like go around preaching everybody to have a passion like she did because she wanted to be a writer. Yeah. But then like some woman told her off one day and was like, I don't have a passion. I keep looking. And guess what? Sometimes people, uh, they might have one thing in their life that they're really passionate about. And other people, they bop over here. They travel for a bit. Maybe they do something else. Some people like flip and flop on their passions. Yeah. Mm. Why do we all have to be the same? Why is everybody always saying that we have to be the same? Yes. That was my, those were my top five stars, Anessa. Now, Anessa, as we know, we record on a Sunday. Cinco de Mayo, mm. I already said it. Tomorrow is the Met Gala Awards. So by the time this, or not the awards, just the Met Gala. But by the time this episode drops, we'll already have seen what everyone has worn. But the theme this year is camp. Oh, and I'm wondering, what do you think Rihanna's going to dress up as? Oh my gosh, what is is she going to wear? Camp. So there are so many different interpretations of camp. So you could either go campy, like over the top, maybe Mm -hmm. and silly. Which I could see Rihanna doing, like lots of bright colors and kind of like, or something absurd um, or, or, or whatever. Or it could be like camp as in going camping in the woods. Yeah. I want a Rihanna dress like a, a tent. F- a full tent. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like just something in pure mosquito net, which yeah. was a Project Runway challenge recently. They had to make clothes out of camping gear. And so um, I'm curious to see. I love the Met Gala. Did you watch the Met Gala the first the first Monday in May? It's all about the Met Gala. And it's about the year that Rihanna wore the yellow. 
Oh, oh. that was like that changed everything. Changed everything. It put that that designer on the map. No one knew who that designer was. Yeah, and also, um, yeah, it's like she's. Uh, it's like you know, interesting because it you know. The, to see the fashion as art i love the met gala last year when it was the space theme um i was uh putting like pasta strainers on my head yeah. and pretending i was going uh, i love it wait you did one time remember you did something at the inner sanctum right or you did something with yeah, the it was met my gala? impression of the met gala i put a pasta strainer on my face but it was like a show it, right or something Oh, well, uh, no, that was our idea. Remember, it was going to be... A, a but it ma- never happened. No, I wanted oh. to do a low-budget version of the Met Gala, yeah. Um, yeah, but last year I just put a strainer on my face and a pasta strainer on my but head. But last year, wasn't it... It wasn't space. Last year was the um, the biblical thing. Biblical. But everybody was doing a lot of globes oh. because of the biblical vibe. So I was just putting spheres on my head. Okay, But that's it. just something I was just doing for fun. For fun. So what are you doing this year for camp? Um, for camp, I guess like I'll just like wear like uh, a blue tarp cape or something. Okay. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I'll drape a tarp. Mm. Yeah. Or you should dress like a campfire. Ooh, I'd love that. Ooh, and then ever give everybody like marshmallows. Marshmallows. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Too literal though, maybe. Yeah. What would you wear? For camp, I'm thinking like. Maybe like a huge like red balloon. A huge red balloon. Yeah. Like inside like you're inside a balloon or something. Oh, wow. What would that mean? I don't know. Wow. But definitely it'd be so cool. But imagine how hard it would be going up the stairs yeah. in your balloon. <laughs> if you were inside a balloon. Oh my god. That'd be I'm, so I'm good. thinking like when I think Cam I think like Lee Bowery, you know? Something oh. like that. So I'm thinking maybe something like a bodysuit, but that's so boring. Oh, a bodysuit is so boring. That's what Vanjie keeps getting criticized yeah, for. Yeah, but you know, because she's wearing a bathing suit. Wow. And uh, so let's get into extra, extra theater. Okay. okay. I sent you a script. Yep. Now, you are going to be um, Sheena, and I'll do everyone else. Because I feel like Sheena's the biggest role. That's fine. Okay. And you're the actress. So Penguins. Wait, 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 wait. Which one am I again? Sheena. Okay. Penguins. Interior, Kristen and Carter's place, West Hollywood. Kristen, Lala, and Sheena are in Kristen's living room discussing what they're going to wear to Jack's and Brittany's engagement party. What do you think you're going to wear? I am wearing a headpiece. I got it at Gucci. Wait, that's dope. I mean, it's sort of a crown, but it's like, it's like a boho fucking chic piece. Well, I wanted to wear a crown because I still got to let these bitches know what's up. Do you want... Wait, tell me, sorry. Um, Do you want wine or a cocktail? Just sparkling water. <laughs> Doing all the rolls. Oh, so you're still not drinking? I want to, like, continue to not drink ever. Even though I try to be a good human being, all my downfalls I take out on Rand. You always take it out on the people you're closest to. Is Mercury in retrograde? Because Adam, like, won't speak to me. Like, he fucking hates me. Poor Kay. You went on a date. Yeah, because I went on a date with this fucking model. If he doesn't want that happening, then he should commit to you. I know, but now he's making me feel like shit because he's just like, that's so disrespectful of you. And I'm like, dudes work their way into your heart and you like, like really, really give it your all. And then they like really end up walking on you. Yeah. <sighs> Sheena starts to cry. 
Lala goes over to hug Sheena. Aw. Like, that's what you want. And these people, these aren't the people that are going to give it to you. I don't want you to cry. Come here. <sighs> Kristen gets um, up to also uh, give Sheena a hug. And it gets worse. I didn't even tell you guys the whole story yet. Oh, no. Because I was like. You're not pregnant, right? No, God, no. No, you're drinking wine. Okay, Jesus. The thing he loves, like, more than anything in the world are fucking penguins. And so I looked into it. And at the aquarium, you can adopt a penguin. You adopted this motherfucker? You adopted him a penguin? Intriguing music. And I named her Spot. Lala looks to Kristen. Kristen scrunches her face. Really? And he's still mad at me after I got him a fucking penguin. Then we're done. Scene. I I screwed up that last line. Hold on. Okay. If he's still mad at me after I got him a fucking penguin, then we're done. Scene. Again. (laughs) Wait, where's that from? This is from Vanderpump Rules this week. Oh, my God. It's the funniest scene because it's like this girl Sheena every season she like one season she gets married then she breaks up with her husband then she's like dating this guy who like she won't stop talking about and he's clearly not interested in her but like and he, but he's like on the show but like she's like bragging him always and it's like annoying the whole cast now this season she's she's like hanging out with like one of like the bartenders that's like a background actor on the show but like they're just having sex then they're not committed to each other so then she like goes on a date with this model or something but ends up having sex with him and it makes the other guy jealous and so then her way of fixing it is to adopt him a penguin oh this is great a lot of people are saying that i can't believe i never got into the show but people were saying it's very good right? yeah it's really good i mean like i watched the first like two seasons and then fell off for like a few seasons and then came back in Last season, season six. Now we're in season seven. Wow. Seven seasons. Lisa yeah. Vanderpump is queen real housewife. Yeah. Right? And she's like not really even on it. Yeah. But she's it's like, just she funny because this show every season is the same. It's the same plot line really every season. It's just a bunch of yeah. almost 40 year olds being drunk. Wait, they're almost 40. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they like young and. No, there's like Lala, who's maybe 26, James, who's like 25 or 26, and the rest are in their 30s. Because, I mean, it started like eight years ago when they were like 26, yeah, probably, 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So, true that. Right. So it's just funny that none of them have changed their ways. Obviously, it's also scripted, so wow. it's reality. You know, reality scripted. Welcome to L.A., baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm shocked. We've never seen you in a reality show. Um, I have been, um, <gasps> in Canada, I proposed to my first love on a show called just say yes and marry me. And oh yeah, I had my, my dad do a painting of us. That's kind of old timey. And we hung it in a museum and did a fake tour. And I proposed to my then fiance. And what'd he say? Yes. And then you got married or no? No, we never got married. Um, we split up, uh, like a, a year or two later. After it aired or after you filmed it? Oh, way after it aired. They played it for years after we <laughs> broke up. It was a true nightmare. Oh, but you know I was trying to get on TV anyway yeah. I could. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time, baby. <laughs> I'd go on any reality show. I honestly would. I feel, I I love feel it. bad that like you weren't here like in the heyday of like MTV reality where there was like 
next room raiders because i could see you on those ones. oh my god for sure and i also did what am i talking about i also did a ton of like um it's not quite reality tv but a ton of like like prank shows like scare tactics oh. and um like i always like where i interacted with real people but i was like in on the pranks yeah oh yeah. that's funny yeah Anessa, uh-huh. let's get into two extra or just enough Ooh, okay Teen moms Janelle Evans husband could go to jail for killing their dog. David shot the family's French bulldog after allegedly snapped at his daughter. David could get 120 days of jail time if he's found guilty or intent of intentionally killing an animal, a class one misdemeanor. If it's found out that the killing was malicious, that's a whole different ballgame. He could, um, which could result in 25 months in of jail time. In a since deleted Instagram post, David said, quote, I don't give a damn what animal bites my baby on the face, whether it be your dog or mine. A dog is a dog, and I don't put up with that shit at all. The only person who can judge whether or not an animal is a danger to my child is me. Now, Janelle is obviously shook. She posted a tribute to her dog, Nugget, on Instagram writing, Nugget. I'm crying every day. I love you so much, and I'm sorry. I'm speechless. You were my sidekick, and you the moment... I felt bad and would cuddle with me. You still had a lot to learn and a lot to grow from your lessons. Every day I wake up and you're not here. When I come home, you're not here. When I go to bed, you're not here. You're gone forever and there's no coming back. Janelle said David, quote, just took her and shot her in the woods about two acres away from the house. She's very much considering divorcing David and very much considering pressing charges against him for this. What are my choices? Two extra or just enough? Oh, that is two extra. Everybody. (laughs) Holy moly. What an awful, awful story. (laughs) I can't believe that. What an awful. How could you? Uh, that's a big and it's a t- uh, it was a tiny dog it wasn't even a big dog oh my god and also that's i mean that's something if you really believe like it's just an animal type thing and whatever yeah. like you at least discuss it with your partner you don't just take, take a the dog, dog and go shoot it two acres away how far is an acre it <laughs> <laughs> feels like a long time yeah. to walk <laughs> <laughs> it's like a few why, houses why, why do you walk two acres away jesus no that's insane and yeah. that's like uh that's like that guy crazy needs some uh, like, i thought when they said he shot the dog from a snapping i thought he shot the dog like right in front of the child or something like well like again yeah like it's like if you thought your child was in danger after the fact you should have just taken the dog to the shelter you grab grab the dog or you like you take it away from or you you knock it out of your thing or if he if he lost his temper right then and there but to like stop go and like shoot look the dog in the face and shoot it jeez um but also what do we do what do we we do with dogs that bite we we put them down we put like a yeah I mean, I think honestly, I think it's, isn't it in Canada? It's, isn't it elite? Uh, don't they aren't they putting down all like bulldogs? I don't know what they're doing, but I think it's crazy that we get these. Everybody always talks about okay, here's my dog rant. Okay, yeah. little little. Everybody always talks about how dog is man's best friend, yeah. right? And I'm thinking, well, don't we neuter them and like like prevent them basically from like going and having sex because if a dog was your best friend wouldn't he just leave you the second he was in heat to go fuck and find like uh so it's like well he's only your best friend because you took away his like uh ability to go fuck right <laughs> and now he's got nothing to do so it's weird it's weird to have is a that pet. why we're neutering it neutering well, so they that, have nothing to do huh? well so then they don't run away right? i thought we're neutering them so that they don't um overpopulate yeah they don't have so they don't have kids yeah so when you neuter them they don't have the urge to go have kids except i don't think so the dog doesn't leave you (laughs) 
But that's but but that's so why are we bragging about how loyal the dogs are? It's like well, we made them that way. <laughs> that is a very interesting take, Anessa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I always love petting other people's pets. But yeah. yeah. I mean. I, yeah, I love like petting other people's dogs, but I don't know about having one. It just seems like a lot of work. Tons of work. I have to be trying to take care of my mental health. You know what I mean? So to have to raise a dog. <laughs> I know. And even a dog, you go like, dog, it's like means you're not going out. Like you're timing the walks or you're paying somebody to come walk the dog. Yeah. Goodness me. Okay. The Kim Kardashian Taylor Swift feud will never end. Taylor Swift recently released the first single of her upcoming album. The song is called Me. And it was released to bad reviews from critics. And a source close to Kim Kardashian has said that she's greatly enjoying the bad reviews the single is getting. Quote, Kim's dearest wish is to see Taylor fall off her golden perch, and it looks like it's happening. The insider added that Kim spends hours reading the bad review of her new song and definitely got a petty thrill out of it. Here's the thing. Uh, I mean, what are my choices again? Two extra or just enough. The thought that Kim is spending hours reading it, I don't believe. So she's so is, busy working. She's so busy. She's got to do 18 hours she a week for law, law. school. And uh, I mean, she she's, just got someone off uh, in Miami out of prison or something. She got her children. Five, five hours in makeup every single day yeah. for just to step into the house. She's photo like shopping constantly in fittings. Now, imagine this. Imagine like. You go for like, let's say the Met Gala or one of those like uh, Oscars and you get like a stylist and the hair and makeup. And most people do that for one night. Yeah. They do that every single day. Every outfit that they have to wear ever. It's tons of fittings. It's like imagine like trying on clothes is a nightmare for every person. Mm -hmm. Imagine that's all you do. Anyway. Well, I know Kim said that she does have a fit model, so she has a bunch of girls that are her shape, and her stylist tries on clothes on them and sees, sends oh, Kim pictures. What? And then, yeah, and then if Kim likes it, Kim will then just like say, okay, send that over to me. So Kim actually doesn't try on Well, thank videos. God. What a great uh, way to uh, eliminate that stress. But exactly. my goodness, oh my God, a fit model. And multiple. It's like she finds girls that wanted to be like her and have her same body shape and everything so they like they genetically enhanced their or, yeah, or, or not genetically however they however they're like given it to match her <laughs> well uh, not just for the job i mean it's probably girls that <laughs> or maybe just for the job too yeah or maybe like rihanna has um people like her style her makeup artist tries on eyebrows on other models and sends them to rihanna and then tells and then rihanna says oh, okay i like this eyebrow for this look this eyebrow for this look and oh wow Wow, different mm-hmm. eyebrows for different looks, yeah. Yeah. When you have money, you could do whatever you want. And people that say money can't buy you happiness is fucking lying because money buys you everything you need and everything you need makes you happy. Well, they, well, money buys freedom. Yeah. Freedom makes you happy. Exactly. But if you, for example, had to do all of those like fittings and you always had to like look perfect yeah. and you never had any privacy, then you, then it, it, it you wouldn't. That's the cost it takes to get the money, but then you lose your freedom. So exactly. That, that's the, the price that people pay, right? Yeah. You got to find that balance. Mm-hmm. My balance for me is being able to go on vacation and being able to buy a coffee or go out to any kind of meal I want. Yeah. That's like, yeah. So like being able to travel, like enough money to be able to do that. That's all I need. Where are you traveling to next? Oh. Do you have anything planned or any any? destinations on that you want to go to as a matter of fact i am going to laguna beach by myself next thursday (laughs) (laughs) 
That's true. I found a little like uh, boutique hotel that has a rooftop, a happy hour that's famous, a rooftop bar. They have mojitos and bacon wrap dates and coconut shrimp. Oh, and shrimp. just taking like a U weekend? And I'm just going to go, yeah. I'm going to go and like, yeah, hang out by the water. It's right on the water. And then at the top of June, I'm going to Vegas to meet Ooh. my brother and his girlfriend. And we're going to see Celine Dion. Mm. Canadian diva. And I feel like she just said this is her last residency. She's ending it. So you're going, I know, you're going right course. for end. Well, I have to. I have to see Celine Dion before I die. Yeah. And I might buy one of those like um, Titanic necklaces. Oh, I think you say like a souvenir bottle. Oh. <laughs> if she has Oh, my it. God. <laughs> In Taylor Swift news, because she's very popular this week, Taylor Swift performed at the 2019 Billboard Music Awards and left some Beyonce fans upset. Um, the singer used a pink marching band in her act, which some argued were too similar to the marching bands Beyonce used in her 2018 Coachella set. That set was widely re- uh, referred to as Beachella or Beachella and celebrated the culture of historically ba- black colleges and universities. In response to Swift's performance, many on Twitter began referring to her set as Mayochella. Uh, uh, you know, Taylor's fans said Beyonce didn't, you know, create marching bands and Taylor has been using a marching band motif since like her 29 or 2009 album. Oh, I see. And some critics are like, yeah, Beyonce didn't create marching bands, but she did like the imagery of, you know, her standing with the marching band is an image that she kind of created. And, and Taylor's from having a similar image could be that Taylor is either purposely or not purposely referencing it, you know, either to maybe she felt inspired and used it or maybe she knew people would talk and she wanted that type of exposure. So, well, I think that she, like the timing was unfortunate because Beyonce just released the the Netflix Netflix homecoming. So, which really then sort of outlined why she chose the marching band and, and that like speaking to how she grew up, et cetera. So, it makes it certainly the timing a lot worse. And then, I don't know, I would have felt like the same way, like, I don't want to be doing like a marching band after, especially after Homecoming came out. Yeah. But, and people were I like, really to her understand. defense, like, you know, a lot of these big performances take months to plan, but then people are like, well, she had like a month since Homecoming came out to, if she knew that that was the case to maybe read you have to say well this is the thing it's like there are times where ideas are similar and uh you know you have to like make a judgment call but uh yeah i mean beyonce is pretty iconic so if you are gonna dare do Mm -hmm. something like that it has to be like you gotta step your pussy all the way up and And it it is gonna be you're never gonna be beyonce so it's very like it's so in that sense it would be like I'm not going to do a Barchie band thing um, uh, after after Beyonce does a Barchie. I'm not going to do anything that Beyonce With a live has instrument. Done. Never. Never. I'm not going to try to ever do anything. I'm not Beyonce even did. taking an elevator. No. Oh, <laughs> we're taking the stairs. Wow. Here's the thing. In my mind, Beyonce invented the marching band. That's it. Wow. Beyonce invented it. Well, here's the thing. So. Also, too, I don't really understand marching band culture or even yeah. cheerleaders or anything. We don't have any of that in Canada. Oh, you don't? No, we don't have like any of this. Like, we're not even like that big into football, right? So oh, it's yeah. like, we had a football team, but they like barely played. People didn't go to the games. We're, it's not like how it is in America. Yeah. And like America, it's like so you're I don't in really high get school, it. it's a lot of marching bands. Yeah. Like a marching band. Like, there, we would have never had a marching band. Yeah. 
For what? Where are they going? Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> the next uh, major city is like uh, a couple days away. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's no competition. Well, you're not gonna have like yeah. I don't know. We never we never had any of that. I don't get all that. Now, would you have named named it Mayo Chella or? Well, Mayo, I guess, has become like the thing that's associated with white, white people. people. But, but I think just because it's white. Just because it's white, but also, is it like from like bologna sandwiches, oh, like American? Yeah. I don't really. Again, I like, um, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm Russian. We got more. I'm mustard people. Yeah. Um, but and I also spicy do, mustard. Oh yeah, like with the, the, the Dijon with the specs. Yeah, we're doing the specs here. Okay. Um, yeah, I like a, just a nice yellow American mustard, not too spicy for my palate. <laughs> yeah, I was one of those kids because like I, well, I always wanted like. I loved my my friend's mom because she made grilled cheese sandwiches with craft with craft single slices like American cheddar yeah. or whatever and potato chips as a side and she watched the prices right and so like mm. if you went over to her house in the summer for lunch that's what she'd make and that's my so mom funny. gave me like like a Kaiser like a big bun with like a big like, hearty with, meal with, with European deli meats and then I was like I just wanted to be I wanted to be like a Canadian kid or an yeah. american kid or like um so yeah i don't know i don't understand the mayo thing too so i guess is it is it from like mayo sandwiches but because i don't, I really don't think, think taylor think swift just, is eating mayo i think it's just because she's white and mayonnaise is white and okay. kind of like bland ah. but i'm thinking like taylor's more country so i would have done something like something country like like you know like yeehaw chella or something oh. i don't know i'm May- not the comedian in the room what <laughs> <laughs> but bay has a y does it it's bay? b b b b but do you do when you say bay when you say you say b you say b yeah yeah Which i know no, i you know say queen b but yeah queen how b. do you spell but some people say queen bay i know but that's wrong it is b okay like b yance yeah and i know like a lot of people will say like oh well i will not disrespect little kim look kim's the queen b so i will call i will say bay even though it is b but i'm gotcha. purposely consciously saying bay i feel like a lot of white people say bay but okay. it is, you know, my black friends have said it's B. So I have to listen to them. I thought well, it was B because I thought it was B because of the. Didn't we have this argument on one of your shows because of the little bees? Oh, yeah. Um, Because people use the beehive. emojis, the beehive. So it's got to be Queen B. Yeah. But I think some B. people used to pronounce her name Beyonce. Beyonce because of the Y. Yeah. Well, the Beyonce comes from her mother's maiden name is um, Beyonce or something like that. Oh. It's it's like Beyonce without the E at the end, so her mom added an E. Yeah, very cool. So that she could keep the name. That's like now. Did you watch Selling Sunset on Netflix? No. What is that? Woo! Oh my god. Okay, so it's a reality show that's um about like the top selling like the top like real uh the top um real estate firm that on the Sunset Strip. Oh. And it's like these two twin brothers that are atrocious looking, but their whole staff is hot women. Uh-huh. And there's one girl, her name's Chris Shell, and it's like, um, I googled it because I'm like, what a weird name. First of all, she's married to the hot guy from This Is Us, who I, I don't watch. I only know him as the teacher in Little. <laughs> oh, wow. And so I googled, like, Chris Shell, what a fun name. And her name is derived from her mom went into labor at a Shell gas station, and the man that helped her at the gas station, her name was Chris. So, as a tribute to him, she named the daughter Chris. Chris Shell. Chris Shell. Chris Shell is so funny. That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> can I? Are you showing me a picture of Chris Shell? Oh no, but okay. I can. No, it's okay. Um, amazing. Wow. Chris Shell. You're looking her up. 
She's a beautiful girl, you but she's I not like the star of the show. She is not the star of the show, but she's a beautiful girl nonetheless. Ooh, hello, Chriselle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Beautiful. beautiful. Also, did you watch um, the act? Well, the act was so good. So but good. But no, did you watch that sketch show on Netflix that just came out? Um, Thank you. Lee, yes, yes. Lee, that was it called? Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. So fucking funny. First of all, I think that that needs to be required watching for any sketch class. Yeah, it's very funny. Be- because the way he writes his sketches are so funny because he it's everything they tell you not to do. Like he builds the game up and then completely switches the game. And then the sketch then goes on for an extra like 10 minutes. <sighs> It's so funny. Well, he's a, he's a second city guy, right? Oh, so is that how they do second city? Well, but but there's a, there's many different ways to 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 write. Sketches, I know, but it's you know? honestly no shade. So much funnier than what I've been seeing. Well, there you are. But have you? Did you see his episode of the characters on Netflix? No, he has an episode of the characters. It's like, and it's also awesome. like his commitment to his his characters that he's doing in this show are really good. Like my favorite sketch from the show is the the nacho sketch. Like um, him, oh yeah, yeah. Him like on the verge of almost crying was oh, so yeah, funny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what? He's very, very good. So funny. Yeah. Anessa, you need to have your agents hit him up because I don't know why I didn't see you in none of those sketches. Well, you know what? <sighs> Listen, what is happening, America? We are sleeping on our Canadian queens. Well, you know what? Well, listen, don't worry about me. I'm worried. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, do worry about me. No, there's I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of problems. Um, what do we do now? Are you? <laughs> what? I tell more stories. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, uh, we're going way back to Canada. Justin Bieber went on another Chris Brown appreciation post rant this week and posted a meme to his Instagram, which was an equation that said MJ plus Tupac equals CB, with the caption. Everyone wants to wait till people die to give them the credit they deserve. I'm calling it now. When CB passes after a very long full life, you will miss what you had in front of you the whole time. Trust me. Watch. You will see. The people who have overlooked this man's talent because of a mistake he made, you need to reevaluate. Love you, Chris Brown. Now, of course, the mistake Justin Bieber is referring to is, of course, the brutal assault of Rihanna in, 20, er, in 2009. Yeah, I mean... But this is like... Every I feel like every month, once a month, Chris. I mean, just moved as a Chris Brown appreciation post. He's constantly. I don't know. Like they must be best friends, secret lovers. I mean, that's my fantasy. I don't know what it is, but Chris Brown is like idolizes. I mean, just me idolizes Chris Brown. Well, and also too, it's probably like, they were both like you know came up as teenagers. Yeah, or like or the person that you yeah whoever you were attached to, and you know uh, Justin Bieber is Christian, so he does believe in forgiveness. Yeah. I suppose. But I mean, in terms of like, oh, this conversation of who's more amazing than whom, it's yeah. like everybody's going to have subjective. a different opinion, you know, like who cares? But also like truly, it's just like it, you either connect with an artist or you don't, you mm-hmm. know. But what, what do are you about what, this forgiveness? Do you for, like here's my th- I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. Chris Brown makes bops. That is a known fact. And if a Chris Brown song comes on at the club, I will dance and which, I will sing what, along. What's, what's a Chris I will Brown dance song? and sing along. What's, I can't think of one off the top of my head. What's okay, it? well, I don't know the names of the songs, but there's okay, so which one? That's what but there is one with the Nicki Minaj feature, which you know, if Nicki's on the track, which, I have to which, listen. So which one is it? I think it's called "More Love Need Love." I don't know. What, I, I don't well, know what I can't called. think of a single Chris, but I can tell you what I can. But name when they come Michael on, Jackson that songs, Billy no, Jean. Don't. Bad. No, we cannot talk about him. We cannot talk about him. He's touching children. But but that's what, well, but same thing, right? 
right? Like, well, well you could open, to touch well, a child. but somebody could say, well, somebody could say, you know, yeah. somebody could say, like, now, I was never s- a Michael I Jackson separate fan. Separate the music from the man. Uh, well, uh, yeah, exactly. I was never a Michael Jackson fan, so like to me, not having like having to boycott Michael Jackson was fine because I was never into Michael Jackson's music. Like to me, even to this day, like I can't get into it, not because of the person, just because it's not my type of music. You know what I mean? Right. But a Chris Brown song. I mean, Chris Brown was giving us everything. Boss, boss, well, boss, boss. But see, here's the thing: you you don't can't name a single uh, one. Look at me now. Look at me now. Getting paper. <laughs> That's a Chris Brown song. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Everyone, we gon' fuck tonight. Something like that. I'm I mean, gonna get it. Yeah, where they say he's, get it. they were trying to say he's a better dancer than Usher. More love, more love. Da- or something like better that. dancer than. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Chris Brown's okay. Uh, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. My uh, not. not but is Justin Bieber being too extra? Or just enough. What I think we? Justin Bieber's being too extra. Uh, yeah, I think he's a little trash. I think he's. Little, I think he needs medication. Haley Bieber, what are we doing? That is your. You marry him for better or for worse. Now you need to take care of your man. Hold him down. And then listen, if you're spiritually evolved, Justin Bieber, and you're able to forgive him for beating another woman, yeah, then then great. But other people are are allowed to like not like some people if they don't like your character. If some people if they don't like you, they don't like your art. Yeah. So if they do something wrong, people are allowed to do that. Being like, ah, I don't like that person anymore. It changes the way I see them. Yeah. Imagining somebody beat the shit and smash somebody's face into a, a headboard in a car mm-hmm. changes how I look at them. I exactly. can't get into their bops as much. Maybe. Yeah. Right. On the other hand, uh, if I, you know, uh, uh, on the other hand, if I don't know about a celebrity, I, of course we all have gross things. I'm sure people wouldn't like me as much if they saw me like scratch my own butt behind closed doors. Maybe they'd find me less sexy or something, yeah. you know? So it's like, I think artists, their appeal sometimes is that we don't know kind of that much about them and we get to imagine them being nice, cool, funny, kind, mm-hmm. but then like, we don't actually know what they really are. So it's up to every individual. If that illusion is blown for you and it affects how how you view the artist fine but justin bieber can't get mad at other people for not forgiving him yeah i would have to have a sit down with rihanna first and be like are you cool with him okay you know like for me it's about the woman involved so it's like yeah you know i wouldn't even mm-hmm. have an opinion on it i wouldn't have any opinion on it so justin bieber he's being too extra uh you like chris baron all, all that you want but let's not get mad at the industry for boycotting him i i i, I don't think men generally experience enough consequences right and here's the thing i don't think chris Brown has shown enough change from that you know as we know chris Brown still also has tantrums he's still he be, he be up. he's still yeah, yeah. so it's like so, so it's like and that's if the thing. he had shown when growth you, and character development it, maybe or even had a sincere apology like yeah. that's the other thing too it's like people who do that like like you know like the guy who shot the dog or this or that it's like yeah if you don't actively like get mental health uh uh like stuff taken care of then you know what it, it's, it's usually only going to get worse and he was uh actively stalking karucha publicly and you mm-hmm. know like come on um but can he sing and dance sure i don't know you know yeah so then on it's not i didn't pull this story i just remember reading it so it's a side story mm-hmm. connected to that but um rihanna posted a uh photo um about something promoting fenty savage by fenty uh-huh. And then Chris commented in the comments on Instagram, like, 
oh queen like when are we gonna get new music so chris brown is like us he wants new rihanna music oh good yeah okay, okay great so and listen if they have forgiven each other then you know, i think they have to remember they had not some, my business they had some singles together a few years ago they had some singles and then it went off again or whatever right yeah. but uh it's like it's just a weird thing or like you know like when drake starts forgiving like chris well, let's brown let's not talk about drake because as we know he is grooming young children we will not be talking about drake on this podcast oh so you're okay with drake you're not okay with drake but you're okay with rihanna if, if anyone touches children are there grooming children to me but wait red so, flag. so wait so because you're talking about when drake um like millie benilli brown oh he was texting her mm-hmm. grooming grooming oh, you think, and okay. that's not it there's been multiple young women that have been under the drake spell and then the minute they turn 18 he dates them Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, that okay. is a Michael Jackson on our hands. Okay. Okay. So okay. Great. So Chris Brown's okay. Drake's not. <laughs> is that the deal? Well, I've never again. Also, I've never been into a Drake's music. So I'd like when. Okay. Drake's so it's out. easy for you to boycott. <laughs> Are we allowed? Uh, okay, we're back. Um. Oh, wait. So wait. So wait. Let me get this straight. Okay. You'll oh, you'll only boycott you. Okay. You'll only boycott people. If you already happen to not like the music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Okay. And I'm not over here listening to, I'm not listening to Chris Brown's music. Like, I don't have it on my iPod. What I'm saying is if I'm at the club and a Chris Brown song comes up, I will definitely dance to it. Oh, I'm also not somebody, listen, I, I listen to R. Kelly music longer than probably I culturally should have. Yeah. Um, and again, R. Kelly never listened to his music besides Ignition Remix. Well, Ignition Remix. But if it came on, I wasn't going to like not dance or anything like that. But it's also kind of like I don't if I don't really know, I give people the benefit of the doubt and I'm like, there's two sides to every story and all that. So three. Uh, the, yeah, the truth. Right. Um, so it's like. Uh, I try to like reserve judgment, but also like, I do think that people are allowed to be messed up and flawed and everybody, like probably every single artist that you ever loved did horrible did things as well. Yeah, yeah. It's really depressing to think about. Yeah. People are flawed individuals. Pe- people are flawed. And also if you, I do believe also in forgiveness too, yeah. I do believe in forgiveness. So, I mean, yeah. if, if people try, it's more about, it's not about the mistakes you make. It's more about like what you do afterwards, because also too, I have compassion for people. Cause even people who are like violent and this and that, it's like, you don't know how they were raised. Yeah. You don't know what happened to them. You don't know if they were abused themselves. It doesn't give them an excuse, but you can't be like so judgmental because you don't know how you would be if you exactly. grew up in a really messed up environment. We yeah. don't know. We don't know. Finally. Yes. Verizon bought Tumblr destroyed it and is now trying to sell it so as you know or if you don't know late last year tumblr announced that it would be starting uh, a ban that would ban all adult content late last year was also the last time most people logged into tumblr because most people are using it to watch adult content now as everyone knows i go onto tumblr only to, to find memes to post on instagram because i have nothing to do with my life so i just look at memes on tumblr but i digress now it is being reported that verizon has approached other companies in recent weeks that may be interested in buying tumblr Pornhub vp Corey price claimed that the company is extremely his company is extremely interested in buying tumblr and very much looking forward to one day restoring it to its former glory with not safe for work content now tumblr was acquired by yahoo for 1.1 billion dollars in 2013 verizon finalized their deal of 4.5 billion dollars to um acquire it from yahoo in 2017 um which led to taking ownership of tumblr 
what's Tumblr? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Tumblr. You don't know what Tumblr is? No. Okay, it was like really big, like when we were in high school. But it's like a micro blogging site, so okay. where people have like blogs and they just like post yeah, it to it. I knew it was like blogs, but so I didn't know that there was like uh But there was a like a lot element. of a, there was a lot of yeah, it was a lot of do- adult content on it. But what happened was, um, they set up this bot to like ban all adult content because uh, people were posting like revenge porn, oh. child pornography. Ooh. Yeah. Stuff like that. So you don't like that. I don't like it. But like I said, I was only following blogs that post memes. So I wasn't ever seeing any of that. So oh. I, I didn't know that was like an aspect of it oh. until this ban thing. Cause I mean, I was never the person that's like, uh, like if I want to see porn, I go to YouTube or not YouTube, <laughs> Google. <laughs> well, here's the other thing too. The one thing I will say is that the more people post pictures of themselves naked, the less that having a picture posted of you naked will ruin your life. Yeah. So if it's, but like, you can't post a photo of yourself naked because YouTube or Instagram will pull it. Instagram will pull it, but sometimes it gets up there for a minute. I've definitely seen some bums up there and I've seen some boobs up there. Yeah. And I've seen some vaginas up there before they get pulled. Listen, if you want to release your photos, you need to go to uh, patreon.com, create an account. You can get some money off of that too, honey. And onlyfans.com. If you have the fan base, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you just want. Well, I follow like, there's like one, like uh, I follow a porn star um, who. More milk. What what's that? More milf? No, her name is Lana Rhodes. Uh, the only one you need to follow is More Milf. Oh, really? Yeah. But is that is she one person or yes. is it a bunch of oh more milf? Okay. Her, her name's like Rebecca Moore. But I'm interested in like I like think it's interesting like a because you know like a lot of girls kind of like get exploited or whatever in that yeah. industry. But it's really interesting now that like they can like have their own Snapchat and kind of like it makes them like kind of like mini bosses because yeah. now before they only got like a small cut of the money and everybody else's control and now like they got to go to like make a movie and get like a bunch of dicks put in them and now they can like masturbate in their like luxury apartments yeah. and like get get money and just post pictures of their bums. That's what I was saying and, I made friend yesterday money. like because he was like oh man it looks like these we're at the precinct in downtown LA, which is like this gay club. And he was like, Oh, it looks like no one's tipping these, these go dancers. I said, this is merely them. Basically it's an advertisement for their sex work. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. then you see them and you go to like the, just say the Instagram post for the, that night and you can find them. And then if you are interested, you can then follow their content and then like their accounts or whatever. And yeah, they don't need, they don't need you to yeah, tip the, them anymore because or, and they don't. Also well, need I'm sure to, they still want the tip. I know, but I'm saying it's like more, this is more of them. The reason they're doing this go-go dancing is maybe they enjoy it, but also it's basically free advertisement for their side, their like actual career, which is, you know, sex work yeah well and and it's better to be your own boss and have to like long set long hours on set not being treated uh, properly and and some people are just dancers not everybody who dances well that's a gay club because most of them are porn stars well yeah well oh well like whatever but but yeah whatever like anyway you slice it there it's it's like uh it's cool that i was like wow like kind of an industry that like has a reputation for exploiting so many people now like they're finding a way to like you can be your own boss cool yeah very cool gone are the days of having to sell avon yeah yeah you don't have to sell avon you don't have to sell sell herbalife yeah (laughs) you do not have to sell tupperware honey yeah yeah you know what we're on a new it's a new dawn of instagram you don't have to sell flat tubby tea anymore you just have to masturbate on camera (laughs) 
Finally, freedom. Anessa, those are all my stories. But before I send you off, okay. I know you maybe or maybe not wanted to talk about the whole Wendy Williams uh, yes. of it all. Oh, my gosh. I've been dying to get on. I mean, what's going on with Wendy this week? I can't believe there's no updates. What's going on with Wendy this week? I haven't read anything in the tabloids this week about Wendy. I know. And what a shame. But I've been absolutely I'm I am obsessed with Wendy's comeback. I really am. I like can't believe I can't believe the trip to Mexico. I can't believe the baby. I cannot believe how she went out in public with those diamond earrings and her hairstyle. And uh, this is, uh, of course, uh, Wendy Williams, uh, estranged husband. Kevin's mistress. I cannot believe she went out with her hair did like that. And (laughs) it was wild. And I can't believe he did all of that while uh, Wendy's recovering. I can believe it. it. All men are dogs. We know this to be true. Wow. I can't. Name a good man. You know what? It's just wild that you could spend 20 fucking years with somebody who can just like not even like not even have like the decency to like think about your feelings in one of the worst times of your life. Mm-hmm. Like unbelievable. And the, the, the woman who at the very least is responsible for your paychecks, yeah. like is, is making money for the whole house. I can't imagine working my butt off like that and, and being shamed like that publicly mm-hmm. after so long. I, I'd go nuts. Yeah. I might, she I did. might freak she out. Went nuts. Yeah. I go absolutely nuts. The nerve, the nerve. I love her now though that she that she is going through this divorce because on her her show every time now she like shows a picture of a hot man she's like oh look at that man oh I can't wait oh she's gonna get first of all she was living in Jersey now she was always she always talks about how like remember she was talking about house well the condo or like a a, a building with a one-door entryway yeah a manhattan condo yeah because she goes she was criticizing one of the real housewives of atlanta for buying such a big old house by yourself like why do you need like a six-bedroom house when you're a single woman she's like me i'd get a sexy condo and so i'm so happy that she's gonna be living her condo and then who was that uh uh, russell brand remember when russell brand said that he thought wendy williams was so sexy and that he would like totally blank her um so uh, there's all these people that like i think that she's gonna have like another like sexy love interest i'm excited about that so i'm happy for wendy's um Mm. new chapter me too yeah but honestly uh i can't imagine i just can't imagine you just can't do anything like no matter what doesn't matter how famous how beautiful mm-hmm. how successful you are it's just somebody is gonna lie and take advantage of you here's ah! the thing especially with you know app culture instagram culture the way uh, we idolize other things like yeah everyone wants the next best thing they never happy with what they have and even sometimes you see these people with these mistresses that look identical to the exactly person that they're exactly dating. who you're, they're dating. you're going uh, what are we doing here it's just they want, you know, it's like, unfortunately for women, it's like they get their rep as like the nagging wife. It's just like the man has to then go out because, you know, uh, you know, that's probably like what he's saying to Wendy behind closed doors. Like, oh, you don't respect me. You don't listen to me when I talk. This girl is new, young, gl- glamorized <laughs> by the fame of it all. Well, I mean, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but we love Wendy. I hope Wendy yeah. recovers. I can't wait for this new chapter of hers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh, this is what I was going to say about Wendy. Did you see the interview I sent you of yes, Wendy with Dee Dee Burns? Because you talked about it 17 times and sent it to me to make sure I watched it. Uh, yes, absolutely. And that's what I love about this chapter of Wendy. Wendy is using her money and power to help other women, women and to help women whose stories haven't been told. And Dee Dee Barnes got the shit beat out of her by Dr. Dre. And, and yeah, allegedly assaulted. What? Sexually. Ooh, Remember, well, she wouldn't bring oh, it up. Oh, she wouldn't bring it up. I know, which is even like crazier. But it's like, again, it's like, so people are going to be like, oh, do I like, like, it's like, listen, people who you idolize have done terrible things. Mm-hmm. And that means that they need to work on themselves, get help, um, apologize, make amends, do whatever it is they need to do. But you can't keep just protecting people because it doesn't serve you to be like, oh, well. Yeah. I don't, you know, the truth will set you free. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm happy that she's helping other women tell their stories, especially women in hip hop, because that's Wendy's industry. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Anessa, it's been fabulous. As always having you here. Do you have anything to plug or promote? Um, what do, oh yeah. Okay. I'm, um, I'm on the amazing Gail pile on Amazon prime. Um, and I'll be on, uh, American princess, uh, coming up on lifetime. Oh, my Instagram is Inessa comedy and I do a bit of advice daily on there. Mm-hmm. So I N E S S a comedy. Now, Anessa, would you ever expand your advice column into something bigger? Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on a show actually <gasps> to do it live. Oh, I have been doing it live actually. Where? I did it um, at a UCB show recently, and I did it as part of my stand-up comedy album in uh, Toronto. Oh, yeah. When's that album drop in? We're editing right now, so it should be coming out um, early summer. So they need to just follow in your social media yes, to find see out about all it. All about it. It'll be on iTunes and all that stuff, and you'll be able to download Support it. Support women. Yeah. Buy her album. Yes. It's going to be called Help Me, Help Me. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah help starts by helping yourself yeah and also please help me help me yeah yeah bye bye but just like buy the album help me help oh me. yeah help me help me help me help me help me help me help yeah. me yeah just two of them but still no it's like help me, me. Help, help me help me help me <laughs> you can keep going forever it's a bit of fun until uh, next time have a great week Woo. hey whoa Stop. Hey, now, I know what you're thinking. This is an advertisement, and I want to hit that little button that goes forward 15 seconds. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. We got to tell you about our podcast, TV Tunes. It's great, and you're going to love it. I'm David. I'm John. We host a podcast uh, where every week a new guest comes and talks about their favorite cartoon from their childhood. Yeah, join us on Campfire Media as we become your new favorite podcast. It's going to happen. Now you can fast forward because we're done, right? Yeah, the other podcast you're listening to. Whoa. <laughs> Campfire.